Welcome to episode number 14. Um, we have a lot we are excited to cover today. Uh, Lucas, anything you want to say before we get into it or just dive right in? Ryan's making me relive what happened with the 49ers in the <laughs> NFC Championship, and it's, I'm not very happy about it. It is, it is our obligation um, as, as unentitled as unentitled podcast hosts, we it is our obligation to deliver as media members We're to our to our people. Truly entitled to no decency, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's let's get right into it. Uh, the Forty ers got smoked in the NFC Championship. Um, I was lucky enough not to watch because I was busy uh, blowing a game against Cal State Northridge with my UCSB hockey teammates. Um, but Lucas, uh, you watched that game. Uh, why don't you Why don't you quickly remind our viewers what was oh so painful to watch? Well, it sucked in a couple different ways. Um, obviously, in retrospect, we understand that once Brock Purdy got injured, we essentially had no chance to win the game. Um, in the moment, however, it seemed like first of all we didn't know what injury Brock Purdy had. We didn't know that he had torn his UCL and he needed Tommy John, um, but we felt like there was still a potentially a chance that he would come back and that maybe Josh Johnson had actually been practicing or something um, and that he would potentially be able to play quarterback for us. But we found out very quickly that Christian McCaffrey would have been a much better option than Josh Johnson. Um, Josh Johnson deserves nothing. He does not deserve a job in the NFL. I don't know why he had a job in the NFL in the, in the first place. We should have signed Baker Mayfield. Um, didn't happen. Whatever. Whatever. Essentially, we just had no shot in the game, which just sucks. Um, and the result of it was the Eagles stomping us. And, you know, that's all they could do to prove that they're a better team than us was to beat us by a lot. And they did. But um, I'm happy that they ended up losing the Super Bowl because they really didn't prove anything other than that they could beat uh, uh, the New York Giants and uh, 49ers without a quarterback. Yeah. I, you know, Josh Johnson was on the practice squad, and I thought the whole point of the practice squad is that you practice. Um, that is very clearly not the case. Um, and and yeah, like I I don't like the the 49ers of all teams should know the value of you know having depth at quarterback because when you burn through three quarterbacks in one season, it's hmm maybe they won't stop getting hurt. And it's you know <laughs> once once Jimmy G once Trey and Jimmy G went down, you're like all right, we have Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's good. What happens when he gets hurt? And the 49ers had, you know, many weeks to to have that, you know, realization come to light and there are so many better free agent quarterbacks than Josh Johnson and the 49 I really wish the 49ers had a contingency plan for their for their for their second contingency plan, but yeah. you know the 49ers should know. They should know better. And you know when you've only got two quarterbacks you know, on your active roster, and one of them is Josh Johnson, I think it's very fool. You know, it's like, hell, I, I can, you know, there's so many free agent quarterbacks who be better than Josh Johnson. Like, Josh Rosen, is it, you know, it's like, he yes. sucks, but he's better than Josh Johnson. He's capable of throwing the ball. Because when Josh Johnson got in there, it he was not capable to throw the ball. It was just impossible. He was so unprepared. He, he was so scared. Like, he literally yeah. looked like he had not, like, taken reps against a team that actually wanted to hit him in years which i think is probably true yeah that's probably yeah so the truth i would you know what hey josh here's what i'll give you i probably would have felt the same way <laughs> if i'm back there but i'm not an nfl quarterback <laughs> right <laughs> so that's why um yeah. so that sucked ass um whatever i'm glad that the chiefs won uh i would have hated to see like us lose to the eagles and the eagles go on and win a super bowl 
mm-hmm. even when we didn't even get to like you know make them work for it right yeah, yeah. I've, i would have felt okay if like i'm not saying i would have felt okay if we lost the game straight up but i would have felt it wouldn't have been so unfulfilling exactly it would have felt like that was the end of the season yeah and you know what we lost in the next year we have to get better and here's what we're gonna have to do it felt like we didn't actually end the season the season was just ended for us yeah it said yeah. sorry guys you're actually not playing in the nfc championship you're right. gonna lose yeah like so that yeah it is what it is i think next year we have a great um great team we're yeah. gonna be one of the best teams in the nfl next year uh we lost our offensive coordinator or sorry, defense coordinator. Yeah. Um, but the same thing happened when we lost... Um, Sala. Yeah. And Mike McDaniel. Yep. Um, so, yeah. I mean, hopefully we can we can bounce back. And I, I kind of wanted the enemy because the enemy was, like, on the market. Right, yeah. He's going to sign with the commanders, but... He already um, did. Yeah, so uh, that's not going to happen. Right. You know what? It's okay, though. Clearly, uh, Kyle Shanahan has a way of... Um, building up his offensive de- offensive and defensive coordinators to the point where they look so good. I know that he understands the defense very well, too, yep. from everything that I've heard from yeah. um, other... Because Shanahan play calls the offense, right? Uh, yeah, he's the play caller. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that we'll be we'll be all good, hopefully, on that perspective. And I just hope that next year it's uh, it, it works out in a way where we don't have three quarterback injuries. Let's limit... I'm, I'm going to say it right now. Let's try to limit... Us to one yep. injured for the season quarterback. Can we get if we can have one be a quarterback out for the season? Yeah, we are gonna have ten times better of a shot. Right, yeah. Than three. Yeah. So I think um I think the Purdy injury pretty much reinforces um what my prediction was that I said last episode um you know Jimmy G Jimmy G is gonna walk um and you know yes. ha- had his ups and downs but I'm very I'm I'm very grateful for him and his tenure as a Niner. I'll always, I'll always like Jimmy G. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I said going in, I think um, we're going we're gonna to keep Lance and Brock Purdy around and have a quarterback battle. And now that um, Purdy's health is in question too, we're definitely keeping both. Yes. Um, and yeah, like I said, the 49ers supposedly of all teams know the value of having more than one quarterback. Um, and I think, you know, Brock Purdy being out through at least the start of training camps or OTAs or whatever, um, pretty much reinforces the fact that they're both going to be on the roster to begin the season. Um, yes. And so, so yeah, um, I think that, you know, nearly sets in stone what I predicted last episode. And also, Tom Brady retired, so congrats to Tom Brady. For yeah, and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers said he's not going to play for the Niners. Aaron Rodgers is on a ayahuasca trip in a dark room right now yep. <laughs> as we speak. So. Yeah, as you are listening to this, Aaron Rodgers, what if Aaron Rodgers listens to this? He probably will. Yeah, yeah. What if? What? If, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. We are. We know what you're doing right now, and you're tripping balls. Sick. <laughs> just, just don't freak out, man. The cops are outside. They, <laughs> they said this is permanent. Just don't freak out, okay? <laughs> They're looking for your birth certificate. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I think that's all I have to say about the 49ers. Yes, I am okay not talking about the 49ers until they either play again or do something cool in the off season. Yes, they will forever hold a this this team at least will forever hold. A, uh, a special place in my heart. Yep. Um, and I'm sad, I'm sad that it had to end the yeah. way that it did. Shitty ending, but fun season. Very fun season. Yeah. Very, very, very Especially after season. a rocky start, too. And, and amazing story, too, yep. with all the quarterbacks. So, um, yeah, man. I think we can move on to the Super Bowl. Yes. That happened. Um, I got to watch the Super Bowl uh, for a little bit. I was very busy during the Super Bowl, but I, get, I did get to watch the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great game. Yeah. Uh, a very, very, very good game. Yep. And... Football needed that. 
it came down to the end where um, there was a debatable call yeah. that went down. Um, you know, obviously, I don't think we would have liked to see that happen. But in my opinion, I thought the Chiefs were the better team the whole time. Um, I had told on this podcast, I was there saying that I, I believed that the Chiefs were the most likely to, to win the, the Super Bowl out of the four remaining teams in the championship games. Um, and I believe that they were the better team. I don't think, like, they were going to score that touchdown. That was going to happen if, okay. they, if they didn't hold. Somehow, they well, were Well, th- that holding touchdown. was on third down. They had, they had already ran the ball. Um, I don't even remember the, the Kadarius Tony play. Kadarius, Kadarius Tony runs the ball. The, uh, the return? No, 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 no. On, on like, oh, no, sorry. It wasn't, it was Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon runs the ball. He has an opportunity to score a touchdown. He puts a knee down. That was, that, I think that was after the holding. Whatever. I don't remember. Um, it was. Basically, I'm saying that they were going to let them score a touchdown. That was the idea. It was that, mm. was at that point in the game, you have to let them score a touchdown to get the ball back because you're losing and or sorry it was a tie game and you're in the red zone and there's less than two minutes left so you if you're going to continue this game you're going to need to score on your own Um, side i i just i don't think that's a correct account of of what happened what i remember happening and i i'm interested for our viewers to chime in and fact check us um that that flag that flag that was called was outside of field goal range, um, and it was on third down. No, the hold was not outside of field goal range. What? No, no, no. Oh, you're no, right, you're right. It was it, on like sorry, the, you're right, like you're right. It, it, it was in field goal range, but let's say that that flag isn't called. It's fourth down, and the Chiefs kick a field goal, and the Eagles get the ball back with over a minute and a half, and I think at least one timeout. Um, so, yeah, there's a good chance. You know, let's, let's say that flag never gets called. There's a good chance that, you know, they make that field goal anyways. Chiefs go up 35-38, and then the Eagles don't get a touchdown, and they either, you know, don't get a field goal anyways, or they get a field goal and lose in overtime. I mean, there's, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, the refs snatched victory out of the Eagles' hands and put it in the Chiefs' hands. There's still a 50 to 70% chance that I think the Chiefs win that game anyways, even if that flag isn't called. I mean, my take is that they were going to score anyway. I, I don't No, but it was, it was on third down. So let's say that flag doesn't call. Yeah, yeah, they were going to score a field goal. No, I think they were going to score a touchdown. You think they would have gone for it on fourth down? I think that they were going to score a touchdown. Maybe Why? if he didn't hold him. Maybe Why? he probably would have caught the ball. I don't know. I don't think he held him. I, I, you know, we're, we're, we're debating about uh, an instance that neither of us know the exact situation <laughs> for. And I, in my I, opinion, you don't. I just remember. <laughs> I just rem- did you watch the game? I did. Where? At Winston's house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I remember that. I remember thinking in that moment that they could have easily scored. Um, in that situation, if that call didn't, call didn't end up happening, um, so oh, yeah, they, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, first of all, here, first of all, this is why I don't think it was a flag. This is so dumb. Why are we talking about this? Because it's that's what we do on a podcast. No, we're not. We, we don't argue what happened. We're supposed to know. I know. What happened I know. Okay. And then talk about okay. the implications. <laughs> all right, I'm going to talk about the implications then. Okay. First of all, this is why I don't think it should have been a flag. I want all of our listeners to grab their hand and tug the back of their shirt, and. Once you tug to a certain point, you can feel the front of your shirt start to pull against you know the front of your body. That's what happens when you you know tug clothing. And while the video does show the uh, James Bradbury gripping the defender's sorry the the wide receiver's jersey, I don't think he tugged it to the point where the shirt pulled the wide receiver backwards 
and I think in the spirit of football, that should not that that's not a holding because I don't think it impeded his route running his route whatsoever. And furthermore, as a referee in the super in the last two minutes in the tie game of a Super Bowl, no way in hell you should call that. I I, I think I think that's a a ludicrous call. And I know I know that James Bradbury admitted it to being a flag. And this is where I introduce the element of conspiracy theory. Okay. Roger Goodell paid him a gazillion dollars to say that to the media so that the NFL doesn't look bad. So that doesn't look like the refs ruined the Super Bowl. That is a very interesting take. Um, I don't put it past Roger Goodell um, for, for paying someone a million dollars. However, I have seen a better angle of, of the hold itself, and it's pretty clear. It, it does look like... It, he does grab the jersey and pull it back to the point where the player is 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 definitely impeded in his motion or in his movement. Um, so I I do think that you know th- I agree with you on the point that is in the spirit of football, but I don't think that Bradbury is saying that because he's getting paid. I think <laughs> I think he's saying it because he actually did hold him. Um, the the better angle is from uh, I, I, there's this Twitter account I can't remember the name of it. Um, but they they break it down. It, it's it's an angle that wasn't shown on the broadcast, but um, you can see he clearly grabs all of his jersey with his hand and significantly pulls back on the jersey to the point where um, it looks like it, it's you know it's a hold. And if you're a good ref and you you had that angle to see it, you gotta throw it. Um, so in I wish what I wish would have happened. Was that the ref didn't see it? <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Because <laughs> most of the time they don't see it. That's yeah. the thing. Is, is yeah. that something like that just gets? That's a call that doesn't get made very often. It doesn't get made because that's just how football no works. Sees it. Yeah. And and it took you know a bunch of these angles to even really see it that well. So I think it was really just pure luck that the the ref saw it and and called it. I don't blame the ref. Um, I do blame Bradbury for holding. He shouldn't have done that. Um, but yeah, I mean you know it's not it's not perfect. But the Chiefs deserved it, still, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, and and you know, let you know, like like I said, you know, I'm I'm not saying that the win probability for the Eagles went from 100 to zero in that play. Um, but that play, in my opinion, kind of clinched a a Chiefs victory when you know let let's say let's say that flag doesn't get called. It's fourth down. They kick the field goal. Philadelphia gets the ball back with X amount of timeouts and mm-hmm. over a minute and a half left. You know, I think Philly deserved the opportunity to do that. You know, it's like, you know, don't don't let the refs decide what happens in the game. Let the Eagles offense decide what happens with the last, you know, minute and a half of the game. You know. But then again, did the Niners have a chance? <laughs> That's true. Did the Niners That's have a chance? That's true. And some are saying The Ghost of 49ers passed. <laughs> some are saying that if that uh if that catch on fourth down by Devontae Smith, which was not a catch, yeah. didn't get called a catch, that First of all, they wouldn't have scored a touchdown on their opening drive. Second of all, Brock Purdy probably doesn't get hurt. hurt. Yeah. So true. The reason Valid. why they're in the Super Bowl was because of a missed call. Yeah. Fair so enough. Fair enough. Maybe they don't deserve it. Live, no. live by the sword, die by the sword. Exactly. Yeah. Bro. Okay. Well, I, I do feel a little bit better about it. Um, I just, I just, you know, as a fan, I really wish I got the opportunity to see the Eagles get the ball down three with a minute and a half left. That would have been sick. And you know who knows? Maybe the maybe the Eagles drive for a touchdown. Maybe it goes in the overtime, and then either team could have won, or maybe the Eagles don't get anything. You know? Yeah, you're right. But we'll but we'll never know. And that's 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 what the you know that's what really stinks. Yes. Uh, and it would have been an instant classic if that hold doesn't get called. You know, Eagles get the ball down three minute and whatever left. 
who, who anything anything could have happened. It would have been sick. Yes. Probably would have been cool. Yep. Yep. But we'll never know. We will never know. Um, something else we'll never know is what's in the mind of Kyrie Irving. Yes. Um, let's let's great, move on. Great, great transition. Thank you for, for that. <laughs> let's move on um, to the NBA yes. trade and deadline, the, uh... <laughs> which passed a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, it was an insane oh, deadline, yeah. which no one was expecting at all. It, it right. seemed more like these teams are all kind of set. Yep. Um, I was totally hunkering in for a lame trade deadline. Yeah, we were going to see OG on an OB go, and that was supposed to be it. It was yeah. supposed to be, oh, man, OG's going to go somewhere. Right. First of all, he didn't go anywhere. Um, but but it's okay. What happened in Brooklyn just completely set the NBA on fire. Yeah. Um, so there's two kind of two kind of like sections to this that I kind of want to like yeah. break down. Number one is the Brooklyn situation, uh-huh. and then number two is what happened with the Lakers. Yeah. So we can start with right. Well, one thing one thing I want to say first sure. is um, this is great for unentitled sports. This trade deadline because this this NBA trade log jam that's been clogging up you know you know GM's phones since the summer and really giving us nothing to talk about during summer and keeping us on the edge of our seats. We were we were getting edged. Yes, we were at you know. We at Unentitled Sports were getting edged for pretty much the whole summer, and we finally got our nut in. <laughs> and you know that the the log jam that we had been waiting for since summer has finally cleared, and it's great. You know, like we've been waiting to talk about this since summer, and now we get to talk about it, and it's awesome. I'm so I'm excited. really excited. Um, so yeah, what happened? Uh, what we were thinking was going to happen over summer, but didn't end up happening over summer. So let's actually start with start with Kyrie. Yes, because Kyrie obviously. Um, he wants out of there. He wants to go to the Lakers. Josiah specifically says he's not going to trade him, the Lakers. Which is great for Josiah. I love him for that. Good choice. He gets back Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and I think maybe a pick or something like that. Um, um, yeah. Not really sure. But then at that <laughs> point, the way that it looked was so interesting because it looked like the they're, they're not in a situation where they want to rebuild yet. They have tools with Dinwiddie and Finney-Smith who are both – Good players who are capable of like being on playoff teams with Kevin Durant and like a Cam Thomas that's killing it right now, mm-hmm. and Nick Claxton who's yeah. like having a great yeah. season. Like yeah. you can put together a playoff run for sure with, right. with that type. Well, of yeah, team. and you in, you know, in those couple of days between the two trades, you also had Kevin Durant. He's, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you, you have KD that's captaining it all. Like that's that's potentially a championships team still. So that's that's what everyone thought. I think after. You know, Kyrie yeah. gets out of there. They're, they're like, retooling, not rebuilding. Okay, like yeah, we'll maybe we'll rebuild eventually next next this off season, but this year yeah. we're gonna go. Let's yeah, it. let's let's try to get as much juice out of we can out of this season. You know, reassess. Yeah, but I think Joe Sai is just like he doesn't really run off. He does run off vibes. Like yeah, he, he and good for him. <laughs> no, it's for real. Like, like good for him because at like he, I think that he honestly realized like. Kevin Durant didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And KD was like... You're not going to get enough out of Kevin Durant for him to backpack a championship. And he said, you know what? Hey, like, we, what happened when we had this team together? We lost the Bucks, And what happened... We haven't... You know, last year we got swept. So, um, is it going to be any better this year? I kind of respect it. Um, Kevin Me Durant too. moves to the Suns uh, for a pretty big package. Oh, yeah. Um, not... Like, Brooklyn isn't in terrible shape you could argue they're in obviously the roster's not intelligent they're not going to you know win or grow far in the playoffs but you could argue they're in better shape than they were a few weeks ago with Kyrie like, Irving on the team yeah. yeah I mean you're not going to like well at least we know now and it, that, at that least you're not going to win championships so. at you know if nothing else it's not a circus in Brooklyn anymore yes it's going to be it's going to be uh 
what's his name? Macau Bridges getting 45 points. Yeah, and Cam Thomas. And Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas, biggest winner of the trade deadline, by the way. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, now what they have, and I think that their goal still, because they don't own the rights to their first round pick this year, is to go and Who does it belong to? to? Does it belong to Houston? I'm not sure. I think oh, it no, does so. from the Harden trade. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but I think that their goal... Or does Boston still have it from the Kevin Garnett-Paul Pierce trade? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think that their goal is to go and try to compete, probably lose in the first round this year, but make some money but have on fun. playoff tickets. And, and have fun. Get the, get everyone excited. Yeah. And then maybe go and, and go to a full rebuild, hopefully try to deal Ben Simmons in the offseason. Before um, he, yeah, depreciates even Smith, more. Mikal Bridges, who, got, who they got offered four first-round picks for Macau Bridges and said no. Um, I think that the idea is Who to, offered them that? It was the Grizzlies. Grizzlies oh. offered them four first-round picks for Macau Bridges. Interesting. Um, which would have been a very good move, in my opinion, yeah. for the Grizzlies. So, who, so would they have like started Bridges at the four and uh, Triple J at the five? Probably. Or at least closed, closed with that? Yeah, probably. Something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but they decided not to take that. I think the reason why, though, is because they're going to do that in the offseason. They're going to have a team that is willing to pay yeah. Overpay. on the order of four first-round picks, maybe three first-round picks for Mikhail Bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the meantime, just go and try to still compete, still show the fans that you're trying to win, yeah. um, which is, you know, that's fun. I'm happy for the Nets. I'm glad that they got out of the situation. Yeah. But it's Looking back on it, it's just such an embarrassing... Oh, yeah. It's an embarrassing failure of a situation. Yeah, like... I th- Yeah, I mean, you know, the, 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 Lakers, the Lakers still have more embarrassment left in the embarrassment tank, I think. But as of now, I think this is a, you know, in the past three years of Brooklyn have been worse since, you know, the Brooklyn super team experiment has blown up in their face more than LA's has. Yeah, and we mentioned it before, but... Like, LA also is, has a ring. This is uh, unfortunately that's, oh, that's true. <laughs> you can't say that their experiment right, yeah. has failed. They won a championship. That's all. But, yeah, um, which seems so long ago. But yeah, um, when we were talking about this, it we, we you mentioned it, it was like is this is this the worst super team that has ever been assembled? And uh-huh. the answer is, well, maybe it was that other book. <laughs> right. <time>. Yeah. <laughs> so the answer is probably yes. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna say yes. This one is worse. Um, yeah. This one's worse. But they're the only other person, the only other team that even gets close is the other <laughs> just so Nets happens team. to be a different Brooklyn Nets team <laughs> so um yeah they, they have a history of doing this yeah um, which yeah which is why why these two moves are so un-Brooklyn Nets of them it's like yeah cashing out on talent investing in the future like wow that's very grown up and mature of you Brooklyn I'm I'm proud yeah like, great, great job Brooklyn yeah great job um so let's talk about the teams that just picked up Kyrie Irving yes let Kevin Durant um we can start with Dallas mm-hmm. who I think that they've lost uh, a couple games since they've both been playing. I mean, know that they, they had two games where both of them combined, combined for 65-plus points, mm-hmm. and they lost. So <laughs> I think that Great. this is kind of a, a, <laughs> awesome. what's happening is what we, what we said was happening at the beginning of the year when they went on, they got Christian Wood, and they <laughs> traded. They, they didn't sign uh, Jalen Brunson. Um, and we said, okay, they got Christian Wood, cool. Your team is not good enough to yeah. win a championship. Yes, Kyrie Irving being added, which you lose Finney Smith, you lose Dinwiddie, who are two starters for your team, who are probably the third and fourth best players on your team. Um, your team still isn't going to win a championship. Yeah, uh, here's my thing. I think this, for Dallas, this is a move in the right direction, but I don't think it's enough because, yeah, Dallas has a crazy nice backcourt. You look at that frontcourt, 
that is not a team that can win four playoff series. No. They, this is a team capable of winning a playoff series. This is not a team capable of winning four of them. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. Personally, the, with the way that the West is stacking up right now, I see them as a first-round exit because they're probably not going to be in the top four seeds. The top four seeds are going to be held by... It, th- this is where they could get through is if they match up with the Kings. And yes. everyone's hoping to match up with the yeah. Kings in the first round. <laughs> yeah. But they'll either be matched up against the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, um, potentially the Suns, if they figure it out, yeah. and then or the Kings in the first round. I don't see them winning a series against the Nuggets, the Grizzlies. Or maybe even the Clippers sneak the away into the top four. They could. And I wouldn't put it past the, the, uh, the Mavericks to beat the Clippers. Um, yeah. But the way that I see it, just based on the standings right now, I think it's a first round exit yeah. for Kyrie. Honestly, if if Golden, you know, let's let's say Golden State doesn't get in the top four and they don't have to play Dallas in the first, or Dallas doesn't have to play them in the first round. Yeah, I think Dallas makes it out of the first round just because like, who do they beat though? I I think they can beat anyone other than Memphis, Phoenix, or Denver, and there's a there's a it is not at all unrealistic to expect them to play any other team than those three. Or Golden State. I mean, here's the thing. It's like, you know, like, you could play. They could, they could, first of all, they could totally get to the three seed. Maybe even the four. And then they'll have to play probably the Warriors. Or the they could play, round. they could play the Kings. If, if the Kings drop down to the five or the four, they okay. could play, they could play the Pelicans who, you know, take up one of those six spots. They can, you know, it's like, you know, they could, they could beat the Clippers. I think that they lose. I just don't think it's a foregone conclusion that they play a team better than them in the first round. I just think that there's there's you know there's four teams in my opinion that are going that beat them, right? Mm-hmm. There's three teams that lose to them that are going to make the playoffs. That mm-hmm. that theoretically lose to them. Four teams that beat them, theoretically beat them. Honestly, and I'm not not all sure that the Warriors would beat them. Well, it, it, it's it's up to, it's up to the Warriors. Yes. Whether the Warriors yes. beat them. Um but there's four teams that they could play that would beat them. There's three teams that they could play that they would that they would beat yeah. in the first round. And I, mean, I think I think likely. the West is such a clusterfuck right now that we don't. It, it's impossible to tell how it's going to shake out, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I'm just calling it right now. Just, okay. t- just telling you. You know what? If you want to place bets, I said to bet on. I've been so I'm just so right <laughs> about these bets. Bro. Yeah, yeah. That, it must be hard being right I'm all so the time. Correct. I'm always right. Like, yeah, that's just, that's so unentitled of you. <laughs> I'm just like you know. Sometimes you got to spit the facts. Yeah. And, like, if I want to get back to the people, like I'm trying to give you free money right now. Yeah, sh- sharing his knowledge with the world. Bet that on is so unentitled. The Mavericks to lose in the first round. Yeah. It's gonna happen. I don't know. I I could see the Mavericks getting past the first. I'm not saying they will, but I I I, I am not as certain as you. I don't know where you get this certainty from. I get it because I'm always right. It's like right. Other why than... would I not be certain if I, every time I say it, it's true? I, you know, like what? Yeah. Tell me what, one thing I've gotten wrong. Shut tell up. Tell me one thing that I've gotten wrong ever. Um, I don't. You can't. It's taking. Look, you can't do it. Um, I'm correct. Okay, let's move on. Um, there's uh, no the way, Suns. dude. Shut the fuck up. We're going to the Suns. Um, there's no way Dallas gets past the second round. That that I can. I share Lucas's conviction about Dallas in the second round because that means they will have to be better than one of Phoenix, Denver, Memphis, and there's no way. Sorry, two of the, two of those teams they'll have to be better than. Um, there's just no way that happens. So Lucas's first round conviction with Dallas, that's how I feel about with them and the second round. Okay, great. Um, here's another team, very very interesting team, the Phoenix Suns, who trade for Kevin Durant, are able to keep Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton, um, and get TJ Warren, receive TJ Warren <laughs> as well. No big deal. Um, they lose Cam Johnson. They lose 
Macau Bridges, who are important role players for them. They are left with a starting five that is very, 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 very good. Yeah. And a bench that is not very, very good at all. <laughs> um, I think that they have the talent, for sure, to win a championship. Yes. They are the Phoenix Suns, though, and they also have Chris Paul, yep. which means that they're not going to win a championship. NBA, NBA Finals addict. <laughs> yes. No, for real. Like, Chris Paul, Chris Paul is, like... If there's one, well, they did. They did get. Player, they did get rid of one player that will help them get over the hump. That's true, Jay Crowder. <laughs> although he wasn't playing for them, so I'm not sure if how that fits hey, into it all. Yeah, but you just want to get him to the other side of the country, and that they did. Okay, true. No, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder is not a player you want to have on your team if yep. you're trying to win a championship. Sorry, Milwaukee. But Chris Paul is also not one of those players you want to have. So yeah. if, if there was a situation where you had four like max players that are like all in actually no not four three max players that are all really good and a fourth that's like good enough to be the fourth best player on the championship team for sure yeah um that is going to lose it's a team that has chris paul on it because <laughs> it's happened before and it's going to happen again no yeah. I, don't know, I don't know i don't know if it's going to happen again i'm just saying it's happened before i'm nervous for them um, but I'm actually really, 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 really excited to see the quality of basketball that's going to be played when Kevin Durant gets on the court. Yeah. Um, I think Phoenix is my favorite in the West. Um, I'm not saying they ha- – I don't – I'm not so confident in them that they have over a 50% chance. Like, if it's Phoenix versus the field, I'll take the field. Uh-huh. But if I have to pick one team, I'm I'm honestly picking Phoenix. Because um, Kevin Durant is still really fucking good at basketball – and, you know, last year Phoenix was the best team in the NBA in the regular season, and a year before that they played in the NBA Finals. You know, my, my, you know, one thing that does suck about, though, is I, you know, at the beginning of the season, I went out on a limb and predicted a Phoenix yes. fall apart, and I was going to be right, and then they go out and get Kevin fucking Durant. You were correct for a while. I know. You were. You know, it's partially because of the injuries, though. And yeah, I guess I'm just not Lucas Watkins and can't be right every single time uh, of my whole life. Sucks to suck. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Um... You know, yeah, it was the injuries, which kind of makes this team really interesting because the Suns themselves without Kevin Durant weren't exactly um, tested. They weren't doing well, but they weren't exactly tested because Chris Paul's been out, Devin Booker's been out. Yeah. It's been well. Kevin know, Durant also the isn't team. the picture of health, and it would be mildly foolish to expect this team to stay healthy once they get healthy. Yeah, um, that's probably true. That's probably true. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned that you think that they are. Favorites in the West. Mm. I have a team that I believe is favorites in the West. Is and the... I have had premonitions upon premonitions of this team making the finals and winning. Um, that would be the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. I think that this and team is... You are, a, you are a Michael Porter Jr. stan. <laughs> I am. You know, th- here's why, right? And I think that they match up well against a team like the Suns. Um, I thought about this. I, I think that they lose to the Warriors, actually, um, because of the way that the Warriors treated them in last year's playoffs. Yeah, it's um, essentially the same team. Pretty much the same team, yeah. So I do think that they lose Although to the Jamal Warriors. Jamal But I don't think that they lose to any other team in the West. Um, I think that they have the perfect combo of wing defenders to guard Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And that's Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. 6'10 and 6'8, right? These are, these are guys that are matching up very well against them. They're offensive threats, so then these players are both going to have to work. My voice is so quiet. Like, I'm sorry if my voice is really quiet, but it's been it's been very quiet throughout this. Uh, so apologies for that. But That's so <clears throat> unentitled of you. I know, right? It's like, this guy's a nice guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but, yes, I think they match up really well. They, do, You know, DeAndre Ayton 
he's he's good and all, but to to be able to guard Nikola Jokic means that you have to be able to guard essentially one through five and be seven feet tall, which means you have to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. And he's not Giannis Antetokounmpo, so I think Nikola Jokic is going to get his. Yeah. I'm, I also believe I think Aiden, Aiden will be better than most people at guarding Jokic, but not good enough. Yeah, I'm, really though, where it comes down is is Jamal Murray because I think that Chris Paul is at this point in his career he's just not very good at defense anymore. They don't have uh, depth that's going to come in and be able to guard. Right, and with um, an injury prone, with a team that's that injury prone and yeah. not having depth, it's it's fragile. I I would describe Phoenix as fragile. Yes, that's very true, and and the Denver Nuggets have been playing the entire season like it's the playoffs because they click. They're they're one of those teams that you watch and you're like. This team must have amazing practices. Yeah. Because they know what they're... It seems like they go down the court and they know exactly what they're doing every time. That's probably just Jokic and how good he is. But yeah. I think that they, they have it together right now. No other team has it together yet. And they've been together for a while as a team now. I think that they're clicking. I think that they have all of the pieces that they need to have in terms of role players, in terms of defense. And they have the best player on the planet, probably, on their team. Um, I see him as a championship favorite this year. Yeah. Um... We'll see. Uh, my my stance with Denver is I won't I won't believe it till I see it with Denver. Honestly, okay. um, just I mean, because they have lost a lot of playoffs. Here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's like my thing with Denver is yeah, they're good, but like this is essentially the same team that's been eliminated from the playoffs the last three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, you know, it's like you know, like with with you know, like you know, with Cleveland, for example, you know, it's like I haven't seen them lose yet. You know, it's like yeah, I haven't really seen a ceiling for Cleveland, even though even though you know they they totally could lose in the first or second round, but like with this Denver team, it's like hmm, like this is a team that has gotten to the hump a couple of times and hasn't gotten over. What have they done to convince me that this time is different? And for me, I don't think there's honestly like, with all due respect, I don't think there's anything they can do to convince me that they will get over the hump, other than getting over the hump. Hey man, it's all about the humps. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. <laughs> Same. Um, um, yeah, I mean, th- so so yeah, very excited to see what happens with the Suns. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be really good. I'm I'm hyped. Um, I'm I'm less hyped that the Lakers are good again. I'm yeah. Less hyped about that. Yeah, I mean, talk you know, <laughs> talk about a talk about a first round exit ceiling. You know, the Lakers are making a lot of noise. For the best case scenario, they go out in the first round. That's, <laughs> you know, they, That's they, still true. You know, the Lakers are making a ton of noise to succeed in the plan um, in all likelihood um yeah uh but you know the, the lakers are making moves in the right direction um is a good pickup um because he is you know i think he's more capable of being the third the, the third option than russ is um they also got um rui who is rui. quietly putting together a very sufficient season um yes and that's that's what the lakers right need right now they need sufficient basketball players and malik beasley malik and, beasley that was the other guy they got jared Vanderbilt. yeah and those are those are like really those well. are the kind of players the lakers need um yes exactly players who are still looking to prove it in the league players who are willing to give their all on defense and then a player like dilo who is able to actually take like playmaking away from lebron who's, who's a decent playmaker you don't yeah he's you know, okay with the way that the team is right now <laughs> oh d'lo no, I, th- I thought you said lebron is a decent playmaker no, no, no. lebron's obviously a great playmaker d'lo is a decent playmaker um i think that they have like fixed the team in a way that yeah you know now it's like 
I'm I don't think that they're a terrible team. Before yeah. you look at the roster and it's like this. Team yeah, is no not wonder gonna... this team sucks. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. And now it's like no, like I mean they have. I'm not even talking about talent. I'm not saying like they have the pieces that are like. It's just their team makes more sense. The build, now. yes, exactly. They yeah. they they aren't playing 2K anymore. Yes. Um, yeah. And you know, good for them to finally figure it out. Um, that being said, I, I, I still think you know it's like this team is better, but this team still isn't great. And with how much tumult they have experienced the last season and a half, I don't know that this team. You know, it's like you look at this team. It's like. Mm, yeah, they are better, but not that much better. And you know, they're they're gonna find a way to make at least a little bit of drama. You know, you know, it's like yeah. I, you know, in. I, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like congrats. The, you know, it's like the Lakers have assured that they will make the play in this year. Which you know what? Better than last year. That's true. I think that the play is gonna be electric. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this year. Yeah, the Lakers are gonna go all out. The Lakers are gonna make the play in look like the finals. And there's a chance um, that. The Warriors meet them there. Yeah, so. which would that'd be crazy. That would be um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know, good for the Lakers. They have positioned themselves to make it out of the first of all to make the plan. Second of all, make it out of the plan, and then they'll lose in the first round, yes. which will be better than last season. That's true. And if you're a Laker, if you're the Lakers GM, if you're Rob Palinka, good job. Yes. You have salvaged this team from missing the plan. You know, because here's the thing: before the trade deadline, the Lakers are on track to miss the plan, and that is like. The, the disaster situation. Two and, years in a row. Right, exactly. And the Lakers making the playoffs this year is such a relief. It's like, whew, we are not a shit basketball team. Thank God. Like, yeah. which is, which is kind of sad, you know, seeing how the Lakers have fallen. Well, depending on how you look at it, sad still, or awesome. <laughs> three seasons out of a championship. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, just, just you know, the, the, the fact that it has been so crucial for the Lakers to be mediocre this year, um, I think they are on that trajectory. Yes, good job, Lakers. Um, I don't need to talk about the Jay Crowder curse. I think we got that. Yeah, yeah, you already brought it up. Um, but the Warriors made some moves, too. Yes, good and, moves. And they made the moves that everyone that is a Warriors fan wanted to <laughs> yes. see. They're like, why the fuck are we paying this motherfucker James Wiseman? They, I mean me. Why are we paying <laughs> this motherfucker James Wiseman hey, $10 not the million only one. a year? When And Gary Payton's making $8 million over there. I thought it was like, less. Can't, I think it was 8 Okay, um, maybe. And we just, it's like, why can't we just get get him back? Yeah. And guess what we did? We traded. We got him back. We traded James Wiseman for Gary Payton. Yep. Um, Gary Payton is hurt, though. He's going to be out for like, yeah. at least But the nice month. thing is he has another year or two on his contract. So it's like, yes, we get to you know, it's, it's not like we got Gary Payton on a, on a, on a loaner and we're going to lose him at the end of the season. You know, so having, you know, it's nice knowing, okay, Gary Payton is under contract for one or two more seasons after this. Uh, I think it's just one. He had he had a two two year contract okay. that he signed. Well, still you know still yeah. Um, and and yeah you know it's like I, I you know I I am not upset against you know with James Wiseman. I just don't think he was ever put ever going to be in a situation to succeed in Golden State. So I think it's good we cashed out on him before his value depreciated even more. Um, so I'm glad we, you know, got a good player out of James Wiseman. Um, and. I, I hope James Wiseman succeeds, you know, because, like, here's the thing. James Wiseman was not set up, you know, any anybody that big really is not set up for success in Golden State system. Now he gets to do, go to Detroit where there is no system, and he gets to do whatever he wants. Um, so Wiseman will have the opportunities to succeed um, in Detroit, whether he will or not remains to be seen. I hope he does. I think he can evolve into an above-average NBA player. Um, we will see. 
Um, and but the best thing about James Wiseman is, you know, he's an NBA champion because he played a position that didn't stunt the development of all of our players last year. Yes. Good he, job. Yeah, James. James Wiseman did a great job of allowing other players to develop. Yes. <laughs> which which is awesome because if James Wiseman takes minutes away from other guys, maybe we're not a champion. You know, James Wiseman not playing last year helped us win a championship. That great is, job, James. That That's how true. you earn your ring. Thanks, James. Um, appreciate it. You know, it's been such a it's been such an not even up. It's just been such a down um, having you on yeah. the team. After after that 16 and 9 in, in the season opener yeah, against was, Brooklyn. We're just like, this guy's <laughs> yeah. Hey, this guy's legit. And then he did nothing. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, it just hurts. And, you know, I've been I've been a hater of Wiseman for a while. So I'm just happy that, you know, he's gone. We're giving, we're giving the roster spot to a player who's really deserving. Someone who works hard. Yes. Someone who, who is a fan. We're going from fan least favorite to fan favorite. Um, which is just such a dub. So, uh, good riddance, James. Good luck. I actually kind of hope he doesn't. No, from from like as a person, I hope he does well. Good job. Okay, I hope <laughs> I hope you do well, James. Nothing you did as a person um, made me hate you. But as a Warriors fan, I kind of hope that you're not good because it will make us look bad for trading you for Gary Payton. Yeah. But then again, you weren't going to be good on the on the Warriors. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's no outcome. You know, it's like here's the thing. You know, it's like. Any way you look at it, James Wiseman got a ring before Lamelo. He got a ring before Anthony Edwards. He got a ring before Des- you know he got a ring before anyone drafted in that draft, other than whoever got drafted to Milwaukee. Dude, if if James Wiseman ever like, if he if he becomes like a good player, and then people like to the point where people debate his like legacy, <laughs> then I will be the biggest James Wiseman hater of all time because I will be the first to say that he didn't deserve the ring. You know what I mean? Well, for him to get anywhere near that discussion you're talking about, no, he yeah. needs to get another ring. <laughs> we, yeah, that's a, no, I agree. I'm just saying, but like, you know, say he has, say he finishes his career with four rings, which is not going to happen. I don't know. I yeah. Remember. If he finishes his career with four rings, it's three. It's three. Yes. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know why. Like, I thought you had to play one game to be to get credited with a ring, and I guess not. Not in the playoffs. Bro, James Wiseman didn't play a, ga- a single game last year. Did he not play a single game? I'm pretty sure he played. Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he played a little bit. Maybe. I'm pretty sure he did. I don't remember. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't. It seems like he didn't. So. Yeah, he may as well not have. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, the Warriors. Warriors are 29 and 29 yep. going into the All Star break, and it looks bad. It looks yeah. Really bad. I uh, <laughs> I said last last episode my panic meter was plateauing, and it it's not. It's um. Well, it has risen again, and you know it's like it it keeps hitting a ceiling or uh, a what I think is a ceiling, and then it shatters that ceiling and it it's hits like, a new ceiling. It's like what the Bitcoin people thought was going to happen. You know, where it, like <laughs> yeah. it reaches like a point where it like starts going down for a bit, and then it like goes up like a bunch more. Yep. Um, that's what happened. So, yeah. Um, I my my uh, my my Warriors panic meter has shattered two or three what I thought were ceilings. Now, now it is just like. It has shattered a ceiling into a realm of acceptance that maybe we're not God's chosen NBA franchise anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm on the, I'm on the same page. Yeah. as you. you know, it's just been so our many... era. Our era of entitlement might be over. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding on for dear life, but I'm gonna cherish it while it lasts. Um, yeah, I mean, so there was just there's just been so many times where it's like we will win 
three games in a row or something like, or win two games in a row and kind of look like we have our shit together and then we'll lose a very disappointing yeah, game that a we very winnable game have lost yeah and then we look terrible and it's just happened so many times it's happened too many times to the point where we can convince ourselves that these are just skids we're just skidding right like when have we looked like when have we looked like the best team in the nba this season we have not right I have to say that we have not looked like the best team in the NBA this season, and I can no longer convince myself that we are the best team in the NBA. Oh yeah, um, I have decided to convince myself that the Nuggets are the best team in the NBA. I still um, think it's Boston. So that's okay, um, but you know, I think at this point it's it's better to have our expectations low, and in terms of our mental health, and just yeah. kind of enjoy the ride yeah. for what it is. Because you know, it, it, when it comes down to it, it's a blessed season of NBA yes. basketball that yep. we get to we get to watch. And and you know, I love the Warriors. I love the Warriors. When we won 15 games yep. that year, and I love the Warriors if we win. You know, we win 41 games this year. Um, yeah, be okay. But I'd like to see us win more. <laughs> like here's the thing: like As any fan does, we could we could be better. That that's that's kind of the one like hard, like the one thing that's difficult to come to terms with. And here's what is keeping me alive. Here's what's keeping my hopes that, you know, potentially we could win a championship this year alive is that, and I mentioned this yesterday, but um, if you look at five-man rosters, the number or one... five-man... Five-man lineups. Lineups, sorry, lineups, yeah. lineups in the NBA of, of five people, which you can only run five people if you didn't know. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So that, that means that it's, it's, it's important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... Yes, I the agree. number one lineup in the entire NBA by far is Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney. That that lineup right there is outscoring their opponents by 20 points per 100 possessions. And the number two lineup is the Nuggets' current starting lineup, which is outscoring their opponents by 15. So it's five points better than the next. And you know it, it makes me think that hey, you know, if we have that lineup or running that lineup on the bench, we have, you know, we have uh, DiVincenzo, we have you know, our guards, we have Poole, we have Peyton, who's pretty much a five. <laughs> yeah. And then whoever wants to play the, you know, the auto porter role, then there's still a shot that we could yeah. be good. We could be better than a lot of these teams. Right. Um, that's really the only thing that's having me hold on. I'm more nervous. Like, here's actually what I'm more nervous. I'm, I'm less nervous about, like, winning a playoff series than I am about making the playoffs. I'm more nervous that we're just not going to make the playoffs than if we get to the yeah. playoffs, we can make the finals. Right, yeah, because here's the thing. Once the Warriors get a, you know, like, you still have to beat the Warriors four times, and nobody in the West has done that in what will be nine years when the playoffs start. Um, and, yeah, so so I, I agree with that point. And, you know, it's like the Warriors, you know, here's the thing. For as... Bad as everything has looked this season, nonetheless, the Warriors are still different in the playoffs. Yes, and the Warriors still haven't lost in the Western in a best of seven series in the Western Conference in what will be nine years, and the Warriors have earned, you know, this this unique opportunity to where, in order to be a playoff threat, they only need to be healthy and win three games in a row going yes. to the playoffs. Yes, that's all the Warriors need. So for as bad as it's been, you know, the Warriors still have an opportunity to get right, and they will have that opportunity up until about the last week of the regular season, I think. Yes. Uh, you know, I agree. I agree. I think at its best, as Warriors fans who are trying to preserve our own mental health, to hold hope mm -hmm. that once we make the playoffs, which anyone should still fear the Warriors once we make the playoffs. Yeah, they're still um, the Warriors. But accept that the regular season is going the way that the regular season is, yes. and it's not going to get 
that much better by the end of the year. Yeah. Well, no, and it's like, and it's just you know, like if ever, if ever the magic spell were to look like it's going to break, this would be this would be it. You know, it's like I'm not I'm not saying our doom is set in stone, but it would be foolish not to recognize the red flags. Yes. 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 But uh, April come April, you know, it's we only got about two months, a little less than two months, I think. Um, things are gonna get very interesting. Um, we didn't even talk about the Eastern Conference today, which arguably might have more title contenders, but we will wait for the East to do something interesting because the West had a more fun trade deadline. They did. It, the West was shining, and yes. the East was just like quiet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, the East is a conversation for another day. Anything else you guys might want to hear us talk about? Well, that's a conversation for another day too. Because we're done. We are and, done. And right on cue, we hear the neighbors. <laughs> yep. They're tossing Get a little rowdy, yeah. So, um, you know what? Good for them. Yes. Enjoying a nice, what is it, Friday? Friday night? It's Friday night, baby. Yeah. All right. Of course, thank you for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners from here to Belgium and, and anywhere in between. Yes. Uh, keep listening, and we'll keep making content, and we will see you next time.